Peyton Wigginton for that one to nothing win. And so with the victory, the, you, know, you always in that three game conference series, you love to get it started on that Friday night with the win. That's always goal number one. And so that we can check off and then you are in a position to win one of two and win the series, which of course is the minimum goal that you always have in these kinds of situations. But it was an exciting game, extremely well pitched from both teams as the one nothing score would indicate. Um, the only run of the game came early in the third inning. It was a Brett Coker single. He stole second, went to third in a wild pitch and scored on a ground out. And that was the sum total of scoring in the 18 combined at bats last night. So the Blue Raiders come into today's game with a 9-12 and 12 record now, 2-2 two and two in Conference USA. And the Blazers are 14-6. and six, And they are playing game number 21 for them. So they, they have had a very, very good start. And so you know, put last night even in, in a, a closer perspective, the, the Blue Raiders scored a, a victory against a very, very good team. So these two teams getting set to play today and it's a beautiful sunny day when you're inside looking out. Temperatures are good, it's 65 degrees, but we are under a wind advisory for today. And right now we've got a very strong breeze coming in from center field and the flag and out in center field kind of points between third base and home plate depending upon the gust. But we're, we're looking at winds of 15 to 20 miles an hour, pretty much sustained with gusts up to 35. And according to the weather forecast, that's uh, what we're going to be expecting through the entire game. And, and so uh, when we get to the lineups in a little in a few minutes, you'll look at the Blue Raiders lineup and you'll see that Coach Toman has picked uh, not the guys that can get the ball up in the air, but the guys can hit the hard ground balls and line drives uh, to keep the ball down. Because I, I can pretty much guarantee you that if uh, somebody hits one out to center field, uh, they'll, they'll probably want to check their blood for steroids or something like that. I mean, it's just it's a, it would be a blast uh, to hit into this wind that we have right now. And, and as as always, when you get a wind of this nature, it uh, it makes it a little bit uh, chilling. And so, despite the 65 degrees and sunshine, you still have have some coolness in the air. The series with UAB will conclude tomorrow afternoon. A one o'clock start tomorrow, so we'll be on the air at 12:45 with that game. And then the Blue Raiders will have a game Tuesday at Tennessee Tech in Cookville, and then have their second home conference USA series next weekend when Western Kentucky will visit Reese Smith Jr. Field. So lots of good baseball to to look forward to, and uh, we're looking forward to this one here this afternoon as this is, as we mentioned, the second game of this three-game series with the Blazers. Got a couple of right-handers going today. Eric Swan will be the starting pitcher for the Blue Raiders, and then Tyler Eau is the starting pitcher for UAB. Both of them have had their problems, as the earned run averages will reflect. We'll get into that a little bit more, but... Uh, of course, we're not familiar with Eau Claire, but as you know, Swan has shown some really good patches, good good streaks of, of very effective pitching. And while sometimes he's been challenged, he has 
many times persevered through those challenges and done a very good job of reducing what the damage could have been otherwise. And so we'll be interested to seeing how that works today. And, of course, uh, with the wind blowing in, it, it can have its impact as well. Usually not a bad thing for the pitchers. And you think about going back to a week ago last night uh, when the Blue Raiders were at home against uh, Old Dominion and there was al almost like ga felt it weren't, but gale force winds, just really strong winds blowing out. And so you had a total of like 10 home runs in that game, which is like two or three weeks of normal home runs uh, under regular conditions. So it was, it was a very interesting uh, event. And of course, the, the, the game against ODU didn't end well for the Blue Raiders either. But uh, so today, kind of the reverse with the strong wind blowing in. So Eric Swan pitching for the Blue Raiders, Tyler Eau Claire going for UAB. And we'll be back to look at the starting lineups for today's game after we take this break. You're listening to Middle Tennessee State University Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference, and go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And it's time now for today's starting lineups, and they're brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. You can visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. As we mentioned leading up to the lineups that uh, of the strong wind blowing in from center field and you want to keep the ball down because if it gets up in the air it's uh, it, it might go somewhere but it's certainly not going to likely go out of the park and so you'll see in the Blue Raider lineup uh, that being taken into consideration. Fausto Lopez leads off for the Blue Raiders. He'll be the shortstop He'll be followed in the lineup by left fielder Nathan Sanders. Wyatt Morgan is the DH this afternoon. He's batting third. Hitting cleanup is catcher Mason Spears. Tatsunori Nagishi gets a start at first base here in this afternoon game in Birmingham. It's the first time that we've seen him at first base. Prior to this, he's always been in right field. Tatsunori will bat fifth. He'll be followed in the lineup by the third baseman, Brett Coker. And then KB Peralta getting a start. He'll be in right field and bat seventh. Second baseman, JT Mabry, will hit eighth. And in center field, it's Luke Vinson batting ninth. Eric Swan is the Blue Raiders' starting pitcher for this afternoon's game. For Eric, this will be his eighth appearance and his sixth start. His record 0-3 and 8.46 earned run average. He's worked a total of 22 and a third innings, allowed 29 runs, 21 of them earned on 30 hits. He's walked 11 and struck out 23. Eric's last time out was a week ago today at the Reese against Old Dominion University. He took the loss in that game, uh, an eventual 6-3 win by ODU. Eric... Went a total of five and two-thirds innings, allowed three runs on six hits, walked only two, and struck out ten. So some pretty good numbers there, but the Blue Raiders were trailing when he was taken out of the game. And even though they made it six to three, never uh, uh, got any closer than that, so Eric taking the loss then. So his record 0-3, he'll look for his first victory here this afternoon. And right now, the University of Alabama Birmingham Blazers are taking the field. We'll be back to look at their starting lineup after we take this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. This is Bob Jamison back at the ballpark in Birmingham on the campus of UAB at Young Memorial Field. Here's the Blazers starting lineup this afternoon. A lot of similarities from yesterday. John Mark Mullins leads off. He plays second base. The shortstop is Matthew Golda. He'll be hitting second. Batting third is first baseman Josh Sears. Christian Hall, the DH, hits fourth. Caleb Floyd in right field will bat fifth. Their third baseman is Brandon Willoughby, and Willoughby will hit sixth. The seventh hitter and catching today is Joseph Keel. Peyton Puckett in left field hits eighth, and the center fielder, Daryl Buggs, will bat ninth. Right-hander Tyler Eau Claire is the starting pitcher for UAB today. He is a junior, and this is his sixth appearance, and all of his appearances have been starts. He is 1-0, a 7.78 earned run average. He's worked a total of 19 and two-thirds innings, has allowed 22 runs on 17 of them earned on 22 hits. He has walked 12 and struck out 18 and so a couple of right-handers going after things today blazers in uh, their uab green jerseys their caps are with green crowns yellow bills they're wearing white pants the blue raiders in the road gray today and their traditional blue raider baseball caps with the mt that belongs just to mtsu baseball 
So as we mentioned, uh, a nice, nice doesn't quite tell the story. Really very good win for the Blue Raiders last night, and they're hoping to follow up on that here this afternoon as the throw goes down to second, and we are just about ready for today's first pitch. Same umpiring crew that we had last night. Steve Sanders is behind the plate. The first base umpire is Dustin Ragsdale, and the third base umpire is Todd Henderson. Fausto Lopez stepping in, and he is getting set. Looking in is Eau Claire, and we're ready for baseball. First pitch, swing, and a miss on a good fastball for strike one. 2.02 start time for this game here. Fausto was one for four with a stolen base last night. The one strike pitch to him. Down and in, and ball one and strike one. Outfield straight away for Fausto. Swing and a miss on a change. Fausto at the plate, one and two as he leads off for the Blue Raiders here in the top of the first. One, two pitch, swing and a miss. Came inside with a good fastball, did Eau Claire. And Fausto is retired to start things here this afternoon. So leadoff batter gone. Here's Nathan Sanders. Blue Raider left fielder stands in and takes low and outside for ball one. He's hitting at 275. Nathan, a club high 16, runs batted in. 1-0 pitch, down low again. Ball two and no strikes. Sanders hits from the left side. Lopez retired to start the top of the first, so one out as Nathan steps in here. 2-0 pitch. That's a strike. Makes it 2-1. and one. Two one and the delivery is outside and low. So three balls and a strike with Sanders. Nathan 0 for three last night was hit by a pitch in his fourth plate appearance. Three one delivery to him here, swinging a foul to the left and out of play, and runs the count to three and two. Young Memorial Field, the ballpark is 3:30 down the lines. 400 to straightaway center, 370 to left center, 360 out to right center field. A 3-2 pitch way outside for ball four. So Sanders gets a one-out walk, and the Blue Raiders have a base runner. Mentioning the dimensions, also you have an eight-foot high wall surrounding the entire park left to right. There is a big high batter's background in straightaway center field, but it is out of play. So 
you don't have to hit extra to get it out to center field. Don't have to climb any more wall than just the eight feet. With this wind today, that would be interesting. And the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Left-hand hitting DH for the Blue Raiders. Takes the pitch low, ball one. A strikeout and a walk, and so Sanders at first with one out in the top of the first for the Blue Raiders. Pitch down and in, two balls and no strikes. Fastball missed that time. And time is called as head coach Casey Dunn trots on out to the mound to talk to his pitcher, brings in the entire infield and the catcher on the conversation. Eau Claire is a, a junior. He's from Calera, Alabama, went to Calera High School. 6'5", 190 pounds. So getting the visit from his head coach, Casey Dunn, Dunn in his first season at UAB. Home plate umpire Steve Sanders makes his way to the mound and conversation breaks up rather quickly. So Wyatt Morgan, who waited patiently during all of that, gets back in at the plate, a two ball, no strike count. Sanders a good lead at first base. Pitch down low, ball three and no strikes. It's always nice to have a game with lots of sunshine, and that's what we have here today as ball four is in the dirt. So a couple of walks after the initial strikeout. Sanders walking on five pitch pitches, Morgan walking on four. And so they're first and second with one out. Mason Spears is the batter. Mason stands in, hitting 380. Mason a one for three night, plus a walk last night. Takes and the pitch is high for a ball, one and oh. Blue Raiders wanting to take advantage of a couple of walks here. We'll see what happens. Sanders and Morgan are the base runners. Spears waiting for a 1-0 pitch. Claire from the stretch delivers and pitch was called a ball. But it didn't miss by much if it did at all. So now it's 2-0. and Mason Spears standing in with two runners on base. 2-0 pitch to him. Down and in the dirt. Blocked nicely by the catcher, Keel. Keep that one from scooting on back. So I'm thinking the last two pitches to Sanders were out of the strike zone. So that was be the ninth consecutive pitch that has not been a strike. 
3-0 to Mason Spears. Catcher waits, and that is in the dirt for ball four. So three straight walks. It is interesting to note that when it's the other team's pitcher that does that, it's not nearly as frustrating as when it's a Blue Raider, isn't it? wonder why that is. So the catcher goes out, and he's going to slow things down until the umpire gets out to break up the conversation. And just as the home plate umpire, Steve Sanders, gets about uh, 10 feet from the mound, it does. And there is a right-hander who is throwing very hurriedly in the UAB bullpen. UAB in the third base dug out their bullpen down along the left field line. So three walks, the bases are loaded with one out. And Tatsunori Nagishi is the batter. And a strike called to Tatsunori. He is playing at first base for the Blue Raiders here this afternoon. That strike breaks a string of 10 in a row out of the strike zone. Nagishi on a one-strike pitch, smash to first. They go to second base and get it out there. The return throw is not in time, and a run scores to give the Blue Raiders a one-to-nothing lead here in the first inning. So it's a three-six fielder's choice for Tatsunori. Spears was the base runner forced at third, but on that out, Sanders scores. And Wyatt Morgan goes to third. So Nagishi at first base with two outs. And Brett Coker is the batter. So we talked about the one nothing game last night. Coker getting a hit and scoring the only runs. That was the only hit in that inning. So it wasn't like two or three hits together uh, brought home that one run. Good breaking ball, a swing and a miss, and strike one. Brett, a one for four game. 256 batting average. One strike pitch, hitting. And that will load the bases. So Coker hit by a pitch last night in the sixth inning. Wyatt Morgan was hit by a pitch. It was actually ruled a strike. And that would be the big difference if, if nothing else with that. And this situation here, you, you're in the strike zone and you get hit by or in the batter's box. Pitch is not in the strike zone. And... So the head coach, Casey Dunn, not, uh, not real pleased with the fact that that was called a hit-by-pitch. Frankly, I don't know. I've, I've seen a few hundred of those, and that's always been what they've been called. I bet you've seen a couple of them too, haven't you? So the bases are loaded again. And KB Peralta is the batter. 
He takes in the dirt for a ball. KB is making his first start as a Blue Raider. This is his seventh game. Peralta has had two at-bats for plate appearances. He's one for two and a couple of walks. So he has that one for two batting average of a nice round 500. 1-0 pitch to him. That's a strike and the count even at a ball and a strike. A run in for the Blue Raiders here in the top of the first. They've had a run on three walks and now a hit by pitch to load the bases again. Could use a hit. Peralta takes strike two on the inside corner. Peralta at the plate, a ball and two strikes. Playing in right field this afternoon. That's from the left side. Pitch on the way to him, and that's up and in. Ball two and strike two. KB in his first year with the Blue Raiders, transferred from Howard College, and he's from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Played a lot of infield in the other five games in which he has appeared. But out in right field this afternoon, 2-2 pitch. Pops him up behind the plate with that wind. I got to think it's going to be out of play, and it is. As we mentioned, a 15 to 20 mile an hour wind blowing in from center field. It's either been pointing, the flag in center has been pointing towards third or sometimes towards the plate, but it's always been standing pretty much straight out. Peralta fouling off a 2-2 pitch. And another up high, ball three and strike two. And so you'll have Morgan at third. Nagishi at second and Coker at first going on this 3-2 pitch with two outs. Peralta waiting and here's a full count pitch. Runners go, swing and a high pop fly foul at third and this one's going to get way out of play too. Both of those, the pop fouls that have come out of play have looked like they probably would when they left the bat, but with the wind blowing, it was uh, no doubt about it. First one was way back into the stands behind home plate. That one was about uh, 40 feet behind the third base dugout. Runners back to their bases, going again, 3-2 pitch, and he looks at strike three. Peralta looks at a third strike. And so the Blue Raiders have to settle for just one run. No hits, no errors, and three left on base. So we played an inning and played half of an inning. Moved to the bottom of the first. It's the Blue Raiders one and UAB coming to bat. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 896 
888-565-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the first, the Blue Raiders getting a single run in the top of the first inning, and so a one to nothing lead as Eric Swan takes the hill and gets set to face John Mark Mullins. But before Mullins bats, let's take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Eric Swan pitching for the Blue Raiders this afternoon. 6-6 sophomore right-hander from Oakland High School in Murfreesboro. John Mark Mullins bats. First pitch to him is outside for a ball. Last night in the Blue Raider 1-0 win, Keenan and Wigginton held the Blazers to just two base hits. That was pretty impressive. 2-0 count as the pitch is outside. Ball three is also outside. They had a base hit from their starting catcher yesterday, Henry Hunter. That was in the third inning. And then they had a single from their third baseman, Brandon Willoughby, in the eighth inning. So that was the only two hits. 3-0 pitches, a strike, 3-1 under the way, hit on the ground to Lopez at short. Fausto has it. On to first base where Nagishi takes the play. And there's one out, a 6-3 ground out. Nice job by Swan getting behind the hitter 3-0. Coming back to get him on the ground ball. So with one out, here's the shortstop, Matthew Golda. Golda stands in from the right side, hitting 243. Takes a strike, a good fastball down the middle. 0 and 1. Eric's pitch. Uh, that's a ball, and it evens the count at 1 and 1. Blue Raiders getting a run in the top of the first. Not able to get that hit that they needed. They had four base runners reach on three walks and a hit by pitch. A strike on the 1-1 delivery makes it one and two. Up next will be the first baseman, Josh Sears. Down low, ball two and strike two. Eric's sixth start of the season. 
And the right-hander ready, 2-2 pitch, swing and a smash, fair, past third, down into the left field corner, extra bases for Golda, and he will stop at second with a double. He hit that one on a rope, fair by about a foot, past third, into the corner. Ball bounced kind of funny down in there. Almost got hung up under the fence, and there's a gate in that part of foul territory where the ball ended up. Nathan Sanders was having trouble getting a handle on it. It kept getting bumped by the bottom of the railing, but he gets it back in and holds the runner to a double. Here's Josh Sears. Seven homers, 26 runs batted in. Takes a strike here, 0 and 1. So runner at second, one down here in the bottom of the first for UAB. Pitch in the dirt blocked by Mason Spears. One ball, one strike on Sears. Swing and a miss. He went after a fastball that was a little bit up and away. And the count's one and two. Second of two games with this UAB Blazer baseball team. Swing and a miss and strike three. Eric Swan picks up a strikeout with the runner at second. Two outs. And Christian Hall is the batter. Christian Hall hitting a nice 415. Wow. Three home runs. He's driven in 17 runs. He stands in from the left side. He's the Blazer designated hitter and takes a strike. It's really hard to hit 400. You got to be really getting the bat on the ball with great consistency to be able to do that. One strike pitch, drilled into left center field and caught a sensational catch by Nathan Sanders. That ball was heading to grass, but Sanders would have nothing of it. That was a sensational play by the Blue Raider left fielder. That takes a run away from UAB, an extra base hit away from Hall. Boy, Sanders has made a few of those this year, hasn't he? And so as a result, no runs on a hit. And one left in the bottom of the first for UAB. We'll go to the second. Blue Raiders have a one to nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU. 
the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Wow, that was a heck of a play by Nathan Sanders. And because of that diving catch on a sinking hard hit line drive in left center field, the Blue Raiders have a 1-0 lead instead of being tied at 1-1. And UAB still batting. 1-0 Blue Raiders, second inning. And JT Mabry steps in. JT takes and ball one. JT had a one for three game last night. He also had a sacrifice bunt. Stands in from the right side, 1-0 pitch. Hit down the line and left and foul. Ended up curving and going foul by about six to eight feet down along the left field line. Straighten one of those out. That's, uh, that's when you uh, get yourself extra bases. JT tied for the lead in doubles with the Blue Raiders. He has six. Tied with Fausto Lopez. 1-1 pitch to him. A ball and two balls and a strike. JT Mabry, Luke Vinson, and Fausto Lopez hit for the Blue Raiders here in the top of the second inning. 2-1 delivery, line to left, that's fair, and that's a base hit. Mabry takes the turn, but it's played well by Puckett, the left fielder, and he gets it back in. JT has a leadoff single to start the Blue Raiders' second inning. Blue Raiders get their first hit, and their fifth, the base runner. So, a single by Mabry. Here's Luke Vinson. Luke stands in from the left side. Starting in center field this afternoon. Mabry goes. Vincent hammers one into left center field. That's going to fall for a base hit. I don't know if Mabry didn't pick it up or not, but... Might, might have been, I think he might have been deked by the shortstop into thinking that ball was not a hit. Because JT took a step past second and suddenly hit the brakes. And running on the play, you would have expected him to go to third. So let's give Gold a, a shout out, give him credit for that, because that's really the only thing that would, uh, would figure in this situation. But anyway, it's two on with no outs for Fausto Lopez. He bunts out in front of the plate. The play will be at first. Fausto is out on a sacrifice. 1-3 is the scoring, but it moves Mabry to third and Vincent to second base with one out. So Sanders, who made the great catch, Is the batter. That was a 
I didn't. I thought that ball was down. I don't know how he managed to get to it. But it was great watching Luke Vinson come over and, and his reaction to seeing the catch. Sanders hits a high pop-up out in front of the plate. He should be automatically called out on the infield fly, although I did not see an umpire signal that. But But the pop fly is a big out. And now runners at second and third with two down. Actually, there's no, I was thinking the bases were loaded. You wouldn't call an infield fly with runners at second and third. Wyatt Morgan got a walk in the first inning. Takes a pitch, strike called in the outside corner. Blue Raiders having some trouble getting hits with runners in scoring position here early. One strike with Wyatt Morgan. Second and third, the runners. That pitch is a little bit high. And the catcher saying that Morgan tried to stick his elbow in there to get hit. Well, he's, well, I was gonna say he's got better eyes than I do, but that would apply to more than half the population. Morgan asked for time, granted that, and so steps out of the plate. In the first inning, Blue Raiders had three straight one-out walks, got a run on a ground out. Here's the pitch, bounce to third and through into left field. One run is going to score. Here comes Vincent, and you know Luke can fly, and he scores as well, and suddenly it's three to nothing. Blue Raiders. Wyatt Morgan sent a hard ground ball through third base. Took a tricky hop, and that's an error on the third baseman, Willoughby. And two runs scored, so a couple of unearned runs. We'll take them. So a runner at first, Morgan, but two runs in. Well, it was hit hard enough to be a base hit, but it went right through the third baseman, and that's why there's an error. Here's Mason Spears. Mason a swing and a miss. Chased the pitch down and away. Mason a walk in the first. Three nothing Blue Raiders here in the second. Wyatt Morgan a lead at first base. One strike to Mason, swing and a miss. Good fastball from Eau Claire. And no balls, two strikes. Mason waiting two strikes. Blue Raider catcher gets a pitch and hits it high and foul back behind the plate and out of play. Mason from Westminster, Colorado. Trans came to middle from Iowa Western Community College. 
This is his third year with the team. Two, two, two strike pitches high and a ball. So Mason back in, Morgan gets a good lead at first base. Two runs in, there's a couple of outs in the inning. Pitch, a swing and a foul back. You know, I mentioned it's funny how you remember things, but Mason going to Iowa Western Community College. It's in the western part of Iowa, as you might guess. And I, I actually, from the accounting days, made a, a presentation on taxes to funeral directors there by accountants and funeral directors. I think we make an exciting group, don't we? A ball and two strikes, a swing and a miss. Good breaking ball from Eau Claire as he gets his second strikeout. The Blue Raiders get two unearned runs, two runs on two hits, an error, and one left on base here in this top of the second inning. So middle of the second, Blue Raiders have a 3-0 lead. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Bottom of the second inning, UAB coming to the plates against Blue Raider right-hander Eric Swan. Blue Raiders getting a couple of unearned runs with two outs in the top of this inning to go ahead by the three to nothing score after our first inning and a half have been played this afternoon. Mentioned the series closes out tomorrow, a one o'clock start. Likely to see Jaden Ham as the starting pitcher for the Blue Raiders. Be on the air at 12.45 with our pregame show tomorrow. The batter is Caleb Floyd. He's the right fielder for UAB. And a swing and a foul back on the first one from Swan. Floyd, Willoughby, and Keel. Five, six, and seven in the Blazer batting order in this second inning. Ground ball hit sharply to Short. Lopez over to Nagishi at first and one out. Leadoff hitter for UAB is grounded to Short in each of their first two innings of this game. Brings up the third baseman. Brandon Willoughby mentioned that he had one of the Blazers' two hits in last night's game. That was a leadoff single in the eighth inning. 
Pitch on the way to Willoughby from Swan. Good breaking ball. Swing and a miss for strike one. Willoughby bats from the right side. One strike pitch down in the dirt. Willoughby's hitting 311. Couple of home runs, 10 runs batted in. A 1 1 pitch to him. A high bouncer to third. Coker short hops, quick throw, and out at first on a close play. Nicely done by Brett Coker. He short hopped the ball after the big hop. And then the difference between safe and out was that bullet of a throw to Nagishi at first. So two outs as a result. And base is empty. And now I see the first base umpire coming over to talk with head coach Casey Dunn. It was a very close play at first base. And I would uh, agree with the out call. It's funny on calls at first base, I and mean, if some people, like I, uh, well, just as an example on the reverse, on a check swing, I, I never get those right. Uh, um, yeah, I've, I've, and I, fortunately, I learned that kind of early back, you know, 40 years ago, and so I didn't try to opine too much. On the other hand, calls at first base, I, w I found I could really get those and do those well, but, but, and then you know how I have that reputation of getting on umpires a little bit. I will tell you that generally speaking, the calls at first base, even like when there's an inch difference, are almost always called correctly. And then I, I would say that at the professional level of umpires and what I've seen in, in the five years I've been able to fill in, pinch it for Dick Palmer here on these broadcasts, I'd say it applies to the college umpires as well. And it, it seems to me that would be the easiest call to probably miss more often than not, but they, they do a really good job with it. 1-1 one, one pitch on this hitter, swinging a foul at the plate, one and two, Joseph Keel, who came in Defensively, defensively, well, as a pinch hitter and then stayed in defensively, is the batter. He had a sacrifice his only time up last night. Uh, One-two pitch to him. In the dirt, skips on through. You know, when, when you, and, and I, I'm not, I was going to pick on a couple of umpires on calls at first, but... One of them was named Denkinger, but uh, that's because I'm a Cardinal fan. Pitch in the dirt again, and three balls and two strike. Eric has tried to throw a couple of sharp breaking curveballs, and they've just gotten away from him as those were in the dirt and probably foot outside. He's got a full count on this batter, swinging a foul down the right side, and it's going to get out of play. A long run for KB Peralta out there, but that ends up being out of play. So still three and two. A couple of ground balls, really good defensive play by Coker on one of them, and two outs in the bottom of the second for UAB. 
3-2 pitch. Bounce to Coker. Short hop. He's got it and out at first, and that retires the side. Full count pitch. That ball was hit hard. Brett did a nice job making the pick at third. So three up, three down goes UAB here in the bottom of the second inning. We go to the third. Blue Raiders have a three to nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WTNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 3-0 Blue Raiders as we move along to the top of the third inning. The Raiders will send Tatsunori Nagishi, Brett Coker, and KB Peralta to the plate. I want to remind you that Lightning's Locker Room, which is powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. You can see their selection online at mtsugear.com, or they also have a Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. Tatsunori Nagishi, RBI on a ground out in the first inning, stands in for the Blue Raiders. Takes a pitch and it's low from Tyler Eau Claire. ball one. Eau Claire's lived on the edge and except for an error would have been doing extremely well with that. Nagishi a high fly to right. Wind is going to knock that down and it drops in there and Nagishi is going to hold, go to second base and he's there safely. The wind blew that way away from Caleb Floyd. He came sprinting in at a dead run on what looked to be an ordinary you know, 275 foot fly ball. It, bounced and Nagishi will get credit for a double the Blue Raiders third base hit and so a runner at second base for Brett Coker made a couple of nice plays defensively already in this game and we have that catch by Sanders to go at the top of that list swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt But in the first inning, Eau Claire walked three and hit a batter, but he was able to get out of that inning with only one run scoring, the run scoring on the, the ground out with T Tatsunori getting the RBI. 
inning have just about pitched out a second and third, one out in the second, but an error allowed two runs to score. Coker takes down low, ball and a strike. It's interesting, the Blue Raiders in last night's game and this game have scored four runs and do not have an RBI hit. Two runs scored, the second inning runs here on an error, and then the other two runs scored on ground outs. And not having a hit is not bad at all. It's just that that's how the runs have happened to score. A ball and a strike with Brett Coker. He lifts one high in the air. That's out to left center field. It'd be interesting to see what would have happened without the wind. It's caught by the center fielder, Bugs, who gets it back in. That ball would have had a chance to carry a good distance. I don't know if it had gotten out, but with that wind, no chance at all. So a fly ball to center, retires Coker, and brings up KB Peralta. KB called out on strikes in the first inning. Playing in right field in this game for the Blue Raiders. So Nagishi with the wind-blown double at second base with one out. Tatsunori gets a nice lead at second base. Here's the pitch to Peralta. He takes a strike at the knees. KB bats from the left side. This game is his first game started as a Blue Raider, and it's his seventh overall. One strike in the pitch, lifted high in the air to straightaway center field. Center fielder Bugs will come in, come in a little bit more with the wind getting a hold of it. He makes the catch. And two outs, so a couple of fly balls to center field, two outs. Of course, the one thing we talked about is with this wind, you don't really want to try to beat it. You want, don't want to get the ball up in the air. It's not going to go anywhere. What you want is to Hit the hard ground ball or the low line drive. Of course, Nagishi hit a high fly ball that the wind did do some good for because it blew it too far away from the outfielder. Mabry not able to check his swing and a strike on JT. JT is single in the second inning, scored a run in the second. Hits with a runner at second base and two outs here in the third. One strike with Mabry. Pitch on the way to him. Lined on one hop to the shortstop. Long throw from Golda, and it gets away. A run is going to score, and Mabry is going to second base. And it's 4 nothing Blue Raiders. So I'm not sure. Maybe hit in an error on that. Yep, that's the signal. Yeah, infield hit for Mabry. And then an error on the throw, and on that error, it allows Nagishi to score. So that is an unearned run. Three of the four have been unearned runs. Yeah, Golda made a good play, and the throw just a little bit off mark at first base. Here's Luke Vinson. Luke has single his last time up. Only time up, it's only the third inning. That was in the second. 
Swing and a miss, and strike one. So Mabry with the infield hit, JT's two for two, and Carson Herbert passed me a note after that single that JT had in the second. He has hit safely in 11 straight games. Outfield straight away for Vincent. Four nothing Blue Raiders in the third. Vincent hits one down the line in right. Oh, just foul foot or so. He didn't miss by much. So Luke will trot back to the plate and JT Mabry will go back to second base. So four nothing Blue Raiders here in the third inning. There is a left-hander warming up in the bullpen for the Blazers. Has been all inning long. 0-2 hit high in the air, well to right, but the wind's going to hold it up, and the right fielder Floyd makes the catch to retire the side. The Blue Raiders get a run on two hits. There was an error, and one runner is left on base. So in the middle of the third inning now, the Blue Raiders have a 4-0 lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Bottom of the third, and coming up for UAB will be their eight, nine, and one hitters to face Eric Swan. Leading off Peyton Puckett, the left fielder. Puckett stands in from the right side, swing and a miss. As Swan starts him off with a slider. Blue Raiders one in the first, two in the second, one in the third. A couple of errors and both of them coming with two outs have led to three of the four runs being unearned. Swing and a miss again and strike Eric's 0-2 pitch fires the fastball and gets his second strikeout. First Vision Bank is the sponsor, the official strikeout partner of the Blue Raider Raider Baseball this season. They remind you 
It's okay to, for Blue Raiders pitchers to strike out, but don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank, providing more for your business. One out, line drive off the bat of Daryl Bugs and a base hit to right field. So a strikeout on three pitches and then a hitter coming up and taking the pitch to right on his first swing. So Bugs has a base hit. Mentioned this last night, uh, really good numbers for a guy hitting in the ninth spot in the batting order, even after an 0-2 night last night, he's hitting 277 with a homer and 14 runs batted in. So two hits for UAB. Oh, and the hitter Mullins is hit by a pitch. I don't think there's any doubt about the fact that he was hit by a pitch. We've had some issues with that as far as interpretations. So Eric hitting a batter with one out and that follows the base hit and so quickly UAB gets a threat going here in this inning. It's the third batter that Eric has hit this season. Two on with one out, and Matthew Golda is the batter. And he hammers one to left. Sanders on the run, still on the go, and he can't make the play. The ball gets away from him. It's going to score one and send runners to second and third. A sinking line drive. Sanders hustling, hustling, hustling after it. Had it deflect off of his glove. And quickly, UAB gets a run in and with a great opportunity to get many more. Golda, an RBI double. And so second and third with one out. Nathan made a great catch back in the first. Not quite able to make another one here. Came close, though. And so UAB in trailing 4 nothing with this inning started and three batters after the first out in great situation to get a lot more. Here's a fly ball to right. Peralta on the run, still on the run. Makes the catch in foul territory. The runners tag up, including the runner Mullins from third, and he comes in to score to make it a 4-2 ball game. Peralta with the win getting a hold of that ball actually went about 15 feet into foul territory where he made the catch. And running as he was at an, an angle that would be impossible to stop and throw, no problem, plus the distance as well. No chance on getting the runner at the plate after the catch. So sacrifice for Sears and a run batted in. The batter is Christian Hall. He was robbed of extra bases by Sanders back in the third. Four to two game now as UAB's struck quickly for a couple in this inning. Ground ball here, Mabry at second base, over to first to retire the side. But UAB picks up two runs on the two hits. There's no error. And one man is left on base, so we played three now and head to the fourth with the Blue Raiders leading in this game four to two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Here are the three inning totals this afternoon. The Blue Raiders have four runs on four hits, no errors, and five left on base. University of Alabama, Birmingham, two runs on three hits, two errors, and they have stranded two. So 4-2 Blue Raiders. After three, we move on to the fourth, and we've got a new pitcher coming in for UAB. He is a left-hander, J.C. Sewell, a redshirt junior from Gainesville, Georgia. Sewell on the year has made seven relief appearances, totaling three innings, has yet to allow a run. He's given up three hits. He's walked one and struck out one. So he is called on in a long relief situation. Doesn't mean that they're going to intend to use him that way. But a lot of times when you see the starter coming out in the third or fourth, you would like to have your relief pitcher go two or three at least. Get you into the later innings. But we'll see. So Sewell on for Eau Claire. Eau Claire four runs but only one earned. On four hits, he walked three, hit a batter, and struck out two. Fausto Lopez, a strikeout and a sacrifice bunt in two trips to the plate, takes a strike. Sewell, a left-hander, pitching for UAB. Strike two on the outside corner. It's 0-2. For two Blue Raiders, here's the pitch to Lopez, swing and a foul. It's interesting, I mentioned it earlier, but the Blue Raiders in scoring five runs over the last couple of games, and one was enough for the one nothing win last night, have yet to get an RBI base hit. Lopez, a swing and a line drive back up the middle into center field. Fausto has a base hit, and the Blue Raiders get the leadoff man on base here in the fourth inning. Fausto down on the count, got a pitch up and laced it right back up the middle. So he's at first base, Nathan Sanders the batter. A walk and a run scored for him in the first. Popped out his last time up. Bunts out in front of the plate, not too far. He'll be an easy out at first. Lopez goes to second. Sanders will get credit for a sacrifice. 
2-3. Ball didn't get very far. In fact, it didn't get out of the dirt in front of home plate. So that made an easy play for the catcher, Keel. But it gets Lopez to second base with one out and brings up Wyatt Morgan. Wyatt walked in the first, reached on an error in the second inning, and on that error, a two-out error, two Blue Raiders scored. Hit a hard ground ball through third. Morgan hit by a pitch. So a hit by pitch, Wyatt Morgan hit by a pitch. Runners at first and second, third batter in this game. <laughs> I guess we could blame the wind on that too, couldn't we? Uh, sometimes pitches just get away. So Mason Spears will bat. Mason a walk in the first, out on strikes in the second. Starts the game at 380. Two on with one out. Spears takes a breaking ball and a strike. 4-2 Blue Raiders, and we're in the top of the fourth inning. Lopez a single after a sacrifice by Sanders. Morgan hit by a pitch. Mason Spears, the batter, Tatsunori Nagishi on deck. One strike delivery. Strike two, it's 0-2. Uh, wind really gusting right now. You see the uniform jerseys and just whipping. And the flag in center field looks like it wants to leave the rope. So two strikes with Mason. A two-strike pitch to the Blue Raider catcher. On the way. Outside. Breaking ball missed outside and in the dirt. Nicely picked up by Keel. Two on with one out. Mason with three doubles and a couple of home runs. Sewell taking some time between pitches, gets the sign from his catcher, checks the wristband, and now he's ready to go. One, two to Mason. And Wyatt Morgan, I don't know where the heck he was going at first base, but he took off. And wow. I'm not sure it's officially an out stealing since he took a step towards second base. Unless it was, well, I was going to say hit and run, double steal, probably not. Why it's not a real fast base runner. Nagishi's got some good speed at second. Well, pitch outside and low to Mason, three and two. That was a, a little different there at first base. Full count with Spears. Changes the complexion of the inning. Two outs instead of just one. 
Mason a swing and a pop foul back and out of play. It's going to go off to the right side and keep the count at three and two. Fausto Lopez, the Blue Raider base runner at second base with two outs. Three two delivery coming again. Swing and a miss and strike three. Blue Raiders get a threat going and run themselves out of it. So no runs on a hit and one left here in the top of the fourth inning. 4-2 Blue Raiders as we played three and a half here this afternoon in Birmingham. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fourth on a sunny and windy day in Birmingham. Blue Raiders 4-2 over the Blazers with UAB coming to the plate. Before that happens, let's take 10 seconds for station identification on the Blue Raiders network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Caleb Floyd is the hitter and takes a pitch high and inside. Backed him up at the plate from Eric Swan as this fourth inning gets underway. Bottom of the fourth. Swing and a foul in the count evens at a ball and a strike. Blue Raiders one in the first, two in the second, one in the third. UAB a couple of runs in the third, so four to two to the bottom of the fourth inning. One one pitch, swing and a miss. Good fastball from Eric, and one and two. Eric Swan pitching for the Blue Raiders. His one two delivery fouled away. Hit off to the right side, so a one ball, two strike count. Outfield shading Floyd towards right center. Bats from the right side, takes a pitch low, two balls and two strikes. Two-two pitch, he couldn't check his swing and on a nice breaking ball, 
Eric Swan picks up his third strikeout. Gets the leadoff man here in the fourth. Third baseman, Brandon Willoughby. Pitch down low, and the ball one to Brandon Willoughby. Third strikeouts, first Vision Bank strikeout for Eric Swan. His third swing and a bouncer foul at third. Start time today, 2 o'clock. Start time tomorrow is at 1 o'clock. Here's a ball hit past the pitcher. It's going to be tough for Lopez. He tries to barehand it and can't. And Willoughby's aboard with an infield hit. That's the fourth hit for UAB. Ball just got by Swan, and, and it was just nubbed. And you knew that it was going to be almost impossible for Lopez to make the play. He gave it an effort, but... An infield hit for Willoughby. And so a runner at first base with one out in the bottom of the fourth. The catcher, Joseph Keel, is the batter. He is grounded to Coker at third. Takes outside and low ball one. Uh, we're in the fourth inning, and the home team is batting. If we were in the fourth inning at Reese Smith Jr. Field, it would be the Wendy's fourth inning. Tell you about that after this 1-0 pitch. A little high ball, two and no strikes. And all the Blue Raiders have to do to make you a winner is to get a hit in their fourth inning. And if that's the case, then everybody who wins or is there will win a free Dave single cheeseburger. I could use one of those about now. Pitch outside, three balls and no strikes. So an infield hit, a runner at first base for the Blazers with one out in the bottom of the fourth and a 3-0 and count on Keel. Hitting 308. Takes a strike, three and one. UAB getting a couple of runs in their last inning. Struck for two rather quickly. Single hit by pitch and a double, and now another hit by pitch. It's the second batter that Swan has hit. And so we're going to have a pitching coach visit. Coach Jerry Myers is on his way to talk to Eric Swan. In the third inning with one out, he gave up a single hit by pitch and a double. And then a run and a sacrifice fly, so that made it 4-2. And now in this inning, an infield hit and a hit by pitch after one out. Because of the spring training, there's really nothing on the line for anybody 
So Coach Myers out to talk to his big right-hander. Conversation breaks up even before the umpire can get there. So two on, one out for the Blazers, and the batter is left fielder Peyton Puckett. Good, good name maybe to start a nice regional restaurant chain. Puckett shows bunt, bunts up the first baseline. It is going to go foul. Good thing it did as far as the Blue Raiders are concerned because he would have moved him along. However, on the other hand, if they get the runner at first, it's the second out of the inning. So we'll see what happens. Puckett back to the plate. And a strike one count. UAB threatening in the fourth inning. He shows bunt again and almost got hit by the pitch. And a nice play by Mason Spears as that ball had a real good chance to be a wild pitch. So one and one with this hitter. Pocket bats from the right side. Left fielder for UAB. And he got hit. Swan has totally lost command right here of his fastball. He has nailed two hitters consecutively. And one of them's up there to try to give you an out. So that's that's just not the the way you want to, to see things happen. So now the bases are loaded. An infield hit and two hit by pitches. So Eric in a lot of trouble with only one out. Swing and a miss by Daryl Bugs. Bugs, a single started that two-run third, and now he bats with the bases loaded and one out in the fourth. Center fielder for UAB with an opportunity. One strike pitch, check swing, ground ball. Lopez to Mabry for one on to first and a double play. And boy, you talk about a pitcher's friend. That was it. And Bugs gets down the line in a hurry, but not fast enough. A 6-4-3, Lopez to Mabry. To Nagishi, double play, and that keeps Birmingham off the boards in the fourth. It's great to make the plays when you need them. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two left. Nice job getting out of that trouble with a little help from our double play friend. 4-2 Blue Raiders as we go to the fifth. And this is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. 4-2 Blue Raiders and... Tatsunori Nagishi starts things in the fifth for the Blue Raiders. Lifts a high fly ball into shallow right center field. Coming in a long way for it, but it stayed up there a long time, is the right fielder Floyd. So Tatsunori, who had an RBI, or had a double his last time up and scored a run, had an RBI earlier on a ground out. But he's retired here, fly ball to right, one down. And the batter is Brett Coker. But 0 for 1 with a hit by pitch and takes a strike. Top of the fifth, 4-2 Blue Raiders. One strike pitch, swing and a foul back. Brett Coker at the plate with one out. Two strikes to count. Ground ball foul at third. Pass Jordan Getzelman, Blue Raiders coach, who's coaching at third base. Forrest Arnold is over at first base. They'd like to get the arms windmilling here. Two strikes to Coker. Swing and a miss. High fastball. He went after it. Second strikeout for Sewell. Two outs, nobody on base. Here's KB Peralta. KB getting his first Blue Raiders start. He's an infielder, but uh, also has some outfield abilities, and that's where he is today out in right field. He is 0 for 2. Takes and looks at a ball low. Two outs, bases empty in the Blue Raider fifth inning. Swing and a foul. JT Mabry on deck. Need to get Peralta on for JT to have a shot here in this inning. A 1-1. Swing and a miss. And that makes it 1-2. One and two. KB stands in from the right side facing the left-hander. He's a switch hitter. Takes in the dirt. Fly ball to right and a strikeout. Have retired the first two Blue Raiders batters in the top of the fifth inning. KB Peralta, two and two, is at the plate. Pitch to him. Hit in the air behind first base. A long run for Floyd. He can't get there, but it also gets, while well, it's blown away from him, got blown foul. So a foul ball. And Peralta coming back to the plate. He was about 30 feet from second base when that ball landed. 
We talked about it, just very strong winds here today, 15 to 20 miles an hour coming in from center field. 2-2 pitch, up and in, ball three and strike two. Yeah, wind is up to 17 miles an hour right now. Three, two, KB, a bouncing ball to third. Willoughby's got it and a throw to first. And the Blue Raiders for the first time here this afternoon go one, two, three. So we are in the middle of the fifth inning now. Blue Raiders lead UAB by a four to two score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Top of the order up for UAB in the bottom of the fifth inning. John Mark Mullins, their second baseman, steps in. He'll be followed by Matthew Golda and Josh Sears. Mullins hit by a pitch and scored a run in the third inning. Shows bunt, takes a strike. Mullins grounded out to short earlier, his first time up in this game. Mullins hitting 359, and a ball in the dirt evens the count at one and one. Mentioned this yesterday, but UAB as a team hitting very, very well. In fact, after last night, they only got two hits, but they're still hitting an even 300 as a team. Last night went in hitting 307. A one-two pitch outside and low, ball two and strike two. Blue Raiders have Nathan Sanders in left, Luke Vinson in center, KB Peralta in right. There's straight away. Here's the pitch way outside. Ball three and strike two. On the infield, third to first. You've got Brett Coker, Fausto Lopez, JT Mabry, and Tatsunori Nagishi with Mason Spears catching. Mullins, a 3-2 count as he leads off for UAB in the bottom of the fifth inning. Pitch on the way, bounce slowly to first. Nagishi's got it. He'll take it himself, and that retires Mullins. 
Leadoff batter out in the bottom of the fifth for UAB. And it brings up the shortstop, Matthew Golda. Golda has been up twice and doubled twice. Last time an RBI double in the third. Also set up the second run. Who scored a batter later on a sacrifice fly. Strike to Golda, 0-1. Golda's doubles were his second and third of the season. Swing and a miss, good breaking ball, and Eric gets ahead. Two strikes on this batter. Bottom of the fifth, 4-2 Blue Raiders. A two-strike delivery, a bouncer up the middle by second. Mabry's got it and out at first. A couple of ground outs retire the first two Blazers in the fifth. And with two outs, the batter is Josh Sears. Sears an RBI on a sacrifice fly in the third inning. Drove in UAB's second run. Pitch to him, swing and a line drive right to Brett Coker at 30. Catches it on the Raiders logo across the front of his jersey. And that sends UAB down in order in the bottom of the fifth inning. Nice inning, nice comeback inning really for Eric Swan. He got that double play to get out of trouble in the fourth and then he gets him one, two, three in the bottom of the fifth inning. So five have come and gone. We go to the sixth. Blue Raiders have a 4-2 lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. J.T. Mabry steps in as we get set for the top of the sixth inning. Four runs, five hits for the Blue Raiders, and the Blazers have two runs on four base hits. J.T., a couple of hits and a run scored. J.T. got a hit. Leading off the second, scored in that inning. He's hit safely in 11 games now. Takes a pitch and a called strike. J.C. Sewell in his third inning of work has shut the Blue Raiders' bats down. Here's a roller to deep short. Golda's got it. His throw is in time at first. 
And JT is retired for the first time this afternoon, one out. Sewell's allowed no runs and only one hit. That came on the first batter he faced. He struck out two in his now two and a third innings of work. He is yet to allow a run this year. Limited pitching, admittedly, three innings coming in, but that's still very good. Here's a bunt, and Luke Vinson is safe at first as the throw gets away, and he's going to go to second base. So Vinson will pro probably just an error. I would guess a good bunt, but the throw looked like it was going to get him. Yeah, it's, it's an error all the way. So a runner at second base on to the third error of the game for Fausto Lopez, the batter. Vincent gets a good lead at second. Swing and a miss by Fausto. Strikeout, sacrifice, bunt, and a single for him. He has the only hit to this point off of Sewell. Vincent at second base with one out. Pickoff play, and he gets back in safely. Luke has four stolen bases on the year. He's been caught a couple of times. Gets a big lead at second. He's going. The pitch is outside. The throw to third and out. And that is out number two. So sometimes you give and sometimes you take away. So a caught stealing after Vincent had reached on an error. So they gave us a base runner and took it away. That's the second air runner out on the bases with Sewell pitching. And that's going to help his numbers hugely. Now Lopez bats with the bases empty. Slow roller to third. Willoughby to first, ending over. So no runs or hits in error, but nobody left for the Blue Raiders here in the sixth inning. Middle of the sixth, Blue Raiders four and UAB two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The 
Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, we move along to the bottom of the sixth inning for two Blue Raiders. By the way, Luke Vinson was uh, eventually credited for a bunt single on that play, but still the error to get him to second base. So it makes him a two for three in this game. The batter is Christian Hall. Designated hitter for UAB takes a fastball that's outside. Eric Swan on the hill for the Blue Raiders as this sixth inning gets underway. Ball hit to left field. Going back is Sanders still going back. It's at the base of the wall and drops in for extra bases. A leadoff double for Hall. That ball is that awfully tough angle where it's directly over your head as you're going back. And if that wind hadn't been blowing like it is, that one would have been way out of here. As it is, it short hops the fence in left field. And Hall has a double. So he is at second base with nobody out. And the batter is Caleb Floyd. Pitch to Floyd up and in and ball one. Five hits for UAB now. A 1-0 pitch down in the dirt. Ball two and no strikes. Christian Hall, robbed of a hit earlier in the game, has one here. He's at second with the double, swing and a foul back. So two and one. Eric Swan working in his sixth inning. Two one pitch to him, swing and a foul down the right side. He's gonna get out of play. And evens things at two and two. Well, the Blue Raiders finish up this series here tomorrow. It's supposed to be kind of cool, actually, frost warning here for tomorrow morning, and I know that's the same in Middle Tennessee. Temperature right now, though, 68 degrees. Two-two pitch, swing and a foul straight back. So still two and two. Blue Raiders play Tennessee Tech on a Tuesday night. That's a game that will be played up in Cookville. Then have Western Kentucky in at home at Reese Smith Jr. Field next weekend. Two-two, Eric Swan delivers. Ball hit to second base. Mabry has it. That will get the runner to third. So. Floyd with a nice piece of hitting. Right-hander hitter goes the opposite way and gets the ground ball to second, which gets the runner Hall over to third with only one out and brings up the third baseman, Brandon Willoughby. Willoughby a base hit in his two plate appearances. Willoughby a 3-11 hitter. 
Willoughby takes and ball one is just a little bit outside, 1-0. All at third with one out. Swan could use a strikeout, pop up. Something that would keep that runner at third. A strike evens the count on Willoughby. He bats from the right side. Pitch to him. Hit in the air to right. That's going to score the run. Peralta makes the catch, tagging at third is Hall. Here comes the throw, almost in time and safe. KB Peralta, he had something on that throw. This young man is mostly an infielder, but he looked like a right fielder on that one. Throw was about five feet up the towards the third base bag from home plate. And even at that, Spears was almost able to make the swipe tag. But the sacrifice fly makes it a one-run game as Willoughby picks up the run batted in. Hall scores from third. And a 4-3 ball game. The Blue Raiders' once 4-0 lead is down to one. And with the bases empty and two outs now, here's the catcher. Joseph Keel. Keel was hit by a pitch his last time up, grounded out earlier in the game. Grounds one foul here. Strike one. Four runs, six hits for the Blue Raiders. Four run or three runs rather. Five hits for UAB. A double, a ground out, and a sacrifice fly. A 1-1 delivery and a strike called one and two. So Eric looking in one and two with the Blazer catcher. His pitch and down low, ball two and strike two. Blue Raiders one in the first, two in the second, one in the third, and UAB two in the third, and now one here in the sixth. Two outs and the base is empty. A 2-2 pitch in the dirt, ball three and strike two. It's interesting, I was talking about how the Blue Raiders do not have an RBI hit in the series, and of the, of course, UAB didn't have any last night. Here's a bouncer to short. Lopez has it out at first, and that retires the side. But to finish my little transgression there, or at least a tangential thought, uh, of the three UAB RBIs, they have only one RBI hit. The other, our other two are on sacrifice flies. But anyway, they do get one of those on a sacrifice fly here in the sixth, a run on a hit. No errors and nobody left. A one-run game as we go to the seventh inning. Blue Raiders lead by that one run, four to three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Here are the six ending totals for this afternoon's game from Birmingham for the Blue Raiders. It's four runs on six hits, no errors, and six left on base for the UAB Blazers. They have three runs on five hits, have made three errors, and have stranded four. So a one-run game as we go to the seventh inning. J.C. Sewell, who had pitched only three innings, not allowed to run in any of those, is now working his fourth inning or starting his fourth inning here today. So young left-hander pitching very well, has allowed no runs on two hits in his three innings of work. Strike one to Nathan Sanders, and then ball one came inside, one and one. Sanders, Morgan, and Spears in the seventh. A strike on the inside corner, one and two to Nathan. Nathan, a walk and a run scored. Has a sacrifice bunt and has popped out. Hits a ground ball to second. Mullins has it out at first. Leadoff man retired in the top of the seventh inning. And here's Wyatt Morgan. He's been on base three times. He's walked, reached on an error, and been hit by a pitch. So officially 0 for 1. So one out, nobody on base in the seventh inning. Strike called, got the outside corner to Wyatt. Wyatt at 278, couple of homers, 10 runs batted in. Strike on the inside corner this time. So Sewell has been outside corner, inside corner, and 0-2 and on the count. The 0-2 delivery, swinging a ground ball to the first base dugout where the Blue Raiders are in this series in Birmingham. A one-run game in the top of the seventh inning. Pitch to Morgan, high and outside, one and two to Wyatt. A one-two delivery, lined over short into left center field for a base hit. So, so Wyatt Morgan. Gets a one-out base hit here in the seventh inning. 
Morgan on, one on, one out. And Mason Spears is the batter. Mason 0 for 2 plus a walk. Mason looks down at Jordan Getzelman at third. And we're going to have a pinch runner for the Blue Raiders. Brian Dillingham is going to go in and pinch run for Morgan. So Wyatt will go one for two, plus a walk and a hit by pitch. Brian Dillingham made, actually, as I reflect back on it, probably an unheralded play last night in the game in the eighth inning on a ball that looked like it had a chance to be a double. He held, he was playing in right field. He held the hitter, Willoughby, to a single. That was in the leading off the bottom of the eighth inning. As UAB used a sacrifice to get that base runner on to second, but they didn't get him home as the one nothing final score reminds us very nicely from last night. Swing and a foul by Mason's out of play, strike one. Anyway, that was a really good play last night by Brian Dillingham. One strike with this hitter, throw to first, and Dillingham is back in safely. Another throw to first, and Dillingham is back. Mason Spears is the batter. Pitch on the way to him, hit in the air to right center. The wind's going to keep this one from doing much, and it is caught by Floyd, the right fielder. It's one of several balls that we've seen hit that without the wind might have uh, been a little interesting. But it's just stopping things, particularly things hit between the power alleys and center field, and that's that extent and even to a lesser extent on balls hit down the lines the fly balls it gets blows in one direction or the other throw to first the runner brian dillingham is back tatsunori nagishi is the batter rbi and a ground out in the first double and a run scored in the third so a one for three game for tatsunori who's playing at first base hitting 214 five runs Batted in before today, so now he has six. Throw over to first. Two outs, a runner on. Dillingham is going. The pitch is in the dirt and blocked, but it'll be a stolen base for Dillingham. Dillingham gets his first stolen base of the year. So Brian's at second. That's a, a big stolen base, as now you get that base hit from Nagishi, and you can get yourself a run. Nagishi would like to get himself his second hit of this game. Takes and a ball. Two balls and no strikes. Wind 
Wyatt Morgan got a one-out single. Brian Dillingham running for him has stolen second base with two outs. J.C. Sewell getting ready to go now. 2-0. Strike called. Got the inside corner. 2-1. Blue Raiders got a first inning run on three walks and a hit by pitch and a ground out. Only one out of that. But they got one. And that's the difference right now. Well, any of the one could be. Swing and a foul. And no, it wasn't a foul. It was in the dirt. The runner going to third on. Um, I'm not sure what. So a caught stealing, 2-5. That is the third base runner the Blue Raiders have lost in this game. And boy, when you give the other team three outs, that usually doesn't bode well. No runs, a hit, nobody left. Seventh inning, stretch time this afternoon. Shows the Blue Raiders leading UAB by a score of four to three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the seventh, and Trent Siebert is the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders. Left-hander on for Eric Swan. First pitch was a strike to Peyton Puckett. The next one in the dirt, a ball and a strike. So good, solid outing from Eric Swan. Six innings, three runs, five hits, no walks. He did hit three batters, and he struck out three. So 4-3 Blue Raiders with Siebert on in the seventh. Puckett takes and the ball, two and one. Trent Siebert appearing for the eighth time and his sixth time in relief, swinging a foul in two and two. In his previous appearances, Trent's worked 24 in the third innings, allowed 13 runs, 11 earned on 21 hits. Struck out 25, walked seven, has a 4.07 earned run average. 2-2 pitch, fouled away. 
A 2-2 pitch. Down and in, ball three, and strike two from Trent. Siebert last worked Sunday afternoon in relief against ODU. Ground ball here. Lopez, nice play behind second, but not going to be able to get him at first. Throw gets away, but backed up nicely by Mason Spears. And so that will keep the runner at first. A base hit for Puckett. The dugouts here are actually on the field. There's a railing where so, Looked like Fausto had just a fraction of a second trouble getting a handle on the ball. And I'm not certain, certain even then if he would have had the runner at first. But in any case, a base hit. And six base hits now for UAB. Casey Dunn, their head coach, comes out to question whether or not the ball had gone out of play. And frankly, that is completely blocked from me. The uh, the broadcast facility is actually in the main press box on a, an elevated platform. And so looking, and I'm at the right end of the broadcast, or the press box. And so first base dugout is out of view, and in fact the right field corner is as well too. So a very long conversation with Casey Dunn. I, it's kind of like the old beating a dead horse. If you're going to, well, of course, I didn't see the play, but. I don't know what your purpose might be for having that long a discussion. I mean, you know, some of us might have dinner reservations tonight. So in any case, and plus it's a it's a judgment call. Did the ball go in the dugout, which should have made it out of play and give the base runner an extra base? Of course, you know, even if it's a, an opinion, we can express a difference of opinion. Throw to first. Siebert's trying to keep Puckett close to the bag. Puckett has stolen three bases and four tries. So the leadoff man on for the second inning in a row for UAB. Got him home last inning. If it happens here, we got a tie game. Strike called to Daryl Bugs, who showed bunt and let it go by. Bugs a single and a run scored. He's also hit into a double play. Bunts or shows bunt here, takes up high. Ball one and strike one. Bucket at first base, on base for the second time. Hit by a pitch his last time up. Here's a high fly ball, hit well to right. Peralta turned around, going back, makes the catch and gets it back in in a hurry. KB did a nice job of battling that wind, as we said, coming in from center field 
And so it's going to blow the ball towards the foul lines. And he really did a nice job sticking with that and making the catch. That ball was another one of those that we've seen today. Had the wind not been blowing, might have been interesting. Not in a positive way for the Blue Raiders. But in this case, a nice play by Peralta. And so out. One out. And to the top of the order in Mullins. Mullins hit by a pitch, scored a run in the third. Otherwise 0 for 2, swinging a foul here and strike one. Trent Siebert on here in the seventh in relief of Eric Swan, who goes the first six for the Blue Raiders. Siebert, the left-hander, and the pitch. Trent is from Fuquay, Verina, North Carolina. Went to Charleston Southern before coming to MTSU. Foul ball, it's a one ball, one strike count. And Mullins asks for time, steps out at the plate. One, one pitch, swing and a miss. Siebert came in with a fastball and one and two. Runner at first, one out in the seventh inning. Runner goes, the pitch a swing and a miss. Throw to second is high and safe at second base. Throw kind of sailed a little bit. Oh, interference by the hitter and bingo, he's out of there at second base. And so, And so batter's interference and the out at second base and that ends things in the bottom of the seventh. No runs on a hit, but nobody left on base here in the seventh inning. So we'll head on to inning number eight and it's still the Blue Raiders on top by a four to three score. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top of the eighth, and Tatsunori Nagishi stands in for the Blue Raiders. He was at the place when Brian Dillingham was caught stealing to end the seventh. Tatsunori, an RBI ground out, double. 
And a fly ball to right. He's driven in a run and scored a run. Swinging a foul on the first one from the left-hander Sewell. A high pop fly by third into foul territory and dropped by the catcher. That wind made that challenging. Might have been better to have had the third baseman call him off. He had a better angle and a better look. But it's just a strike to Tatsunori, so strike two. Nagishi, Coker, and Peralta scheduled up for the Blue Raiders here in the eighth inning. 4-3 is the score. Two strikes. Tatsunori, a bouncer to first, bobbled by Spears, but he goes to the pitcher covering and out over there. That was nicely recovered by Spears. And then his pitcher, Sewell, got over there, and Spears gave him a good flip. So Tatsunori's out by about half a step. And one out. Sewell had worked only three innings coming into this game, did not, has not allowed any runs. And he is now working in his fifth inning. So he had four and a third in this game of no run, three hit baseball. But Coker takes after looking at the ball, gets a strike, and it's one and one. Brett hit by a pitch, fly ball to center, and out on strikes. Outside to him, two and one. Top of the eighth, Blue Raiders up by a run. Two one pitch, that's a strike, two and two. Eric Swan started, Trent Siebert followed him in the seventh. For the Blue Raiders, J.C. Sewell, the second of two UAB pitchers. He, Coker tried to check his swing, asked and said he did, and so a ball three as the pitch came in low and in the dirt. So Brett back in at a full count. He hits with one out and nobody on base in the top of the eighth. Ball popped in the air. Foul at first, and it gets out of play. We talked about the strong wind, uh, which has been started well before game time and is actually expected to continue past 6 o'clock tonight. And it's, it's had its effect, depending upon your point of view, in a plus or minus way. Coker pops one to center field. Bugs turned around, started back, and now it's going to drop in, and Brett is going to hop to second base with a pop fly windblown double. So watching Daryl Bugs, and, and this is, a, this is a, what you do as a good outfielder. You tell from the swing and, and the ball coming off the bat and know where the, you want to go. And he did exactly that, except instead of going back about three or four steps, what that ball ordinarily would have been, it hit that wind and came way back and hit that no man's land out there between second, center, and right. And so Brett Coker has a double. That's his third of the season. 
And so he is at second base for KB Peralta. Pitch to Peralta high and outside. That's the second windblown extra base hit for the Blue Raiders. Not out deep, but just in terms of blowing it away from the outfielder. Nagishi got one back in the third. One and pitch is a ball to Peralta. Two balls, no strikes with KB. Switch hitter batting from the right side against the left-hander Sewell. Hoker at second base. Time is called as Coach Casey Dunn going to go out and talk with his left-hander, and there's a right-hander warming up in the bullpen at the moment for UAB. Talking about the wind earlier in this in the sixth inning, Christian Hall for UAB hit a ball that on an ordinary day would have been a home run. Fell at the base of the fence. But it didn't cost UAB a run in that he was eventually pushed around to score. And with the count 2-0, and UAB is going to make a pitching change. So Sewell will come out and go four and a third. And he did a very, very nice job with those four and a third innings. No runs on three hits. One runner he's responsible for. Didn't walk anybody and struck out two. Pitching change for UAB in the top of the eighth. We'll take a pitching change break and be back to tell you about the new Blazer pitcher after this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Play here, News Radio WGNS. All right, the new pitcher for UAB is a right-hander, Jonah Smith. Smith is a sophomore from Sweetwater, Alabama. He is appearing for the eighth time this year. All of his outings have been in relief. He's walked. Has one win, one loss, and one save. Has allowed six runs on ten hits and eight and two-thirds innings. So he replaces Sewell. Interesting with the count, two balls and no strikes. KB Peralta, should he walk, would have the walk credited with the preceding pitcher, J.C. Sewell. Turns around the bats from the left side. Not often you do that. You take two pitches as a right-hand hitter and 
and get back in and take at least two now. As a left-hand hitter, as he looked at a strike. So it's two and one with KB. Brett Coker at second with one out. Pitch is down low, ball three and strike one. KB Peralta getting the start in right field today. And with the with the wind, it's a, it's a challenge to handle balls hit in the air. 3-1, rolled foul to the first base dugout, three and two. Blue Raiders got a first inning run, two in the second, one in the third. Have been blanked since then. UAB two in the third and then one in the sixth. So that's where we are. Four to three Blue Raiders in the top of the eighth inning. Three, two in the pitch. Ground ball to second, bobbled briefly and the throw to first is called out at first base. Boy, that was a really close play. A little bit of an argument from the Blue Raider dugout. But uh, it was a close play. And it was a very close play. So out at first base. So Peralta is retired. Coker goes to third. And JT Mabry is the batter. Two out opportunity for JT. He loops one into right field. It's going back and over the head of the right fielder. And it's going to go to the wall. JT, an RBI double. That's the first run batted in with a hit that the Blue Raiders have in this series. And it's a biggie. Now it's a 5-3 game. So a big, big Two-out hit for JT, make it three hits in the game, Mabry. JT's seventh run batted in. So five to three game, Mabry at second base now. Big two-out hit. He got something on the ball to send it to right. Here's a fly ball to left, and it didn't catch it. But I think yeah, it was a foul ball. Almost caught out there by Puckett in left field. So Luke Vinson, who has two hits and a run scored, after that foul ball is at the plate with a one strike count. Mabry leading from second base. Pitch to Luke outside for a ball. Mabry at second, JT with three hits in the game this afternoon. One, one pitch, that one is drilled to right center field that is going to get Get down and a base hit. Vincent is going to head to third. Mabry's already in the dugout having scored two two-out runs for the Blue Raiders. Luke Vincent with his second triple of the year now makes it a 6-3 Blue Raider lead. I mean, I'm thinking about the balls that Mabry and Vincent just hit. 
And the wind would not have helped them at all, and they still were hit extremely well. And so now runner at third, still two outs. Fausto Lopez, the batter, takes a strike. So a couple of big runs here in this eighth inning have made it a 6-3 Blue Raider lead. Vincent at third base. Fausto, ooh, he got hit. Ah. Looked like he got it on his like, back or shoulder, maybe the upper part of his left forearm. So uh, hit by pitch, three different pitchers of all three pitchers for UAB have hit Blue Raider batters. Eric Swan has, when he was in, hit three batters for UAB. So it's, it's kind of interesting. We have three walks in the game total, but six hit by pitches. And time is called as Casey Dunn is going to the hill and maybe making a pitching change for UAB. And that is what's going to happen. It is time for another pitching change. And the scores changed since the last time. Blue Raiders have added two and have a six to three lead. Left-hander coming in for UAB. We'll be back to tell you about him after this break. This pitching change coming your way on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. All right, Carson Myers, a left-hander, is the new UAB pitcher. Myers is a freshman and from, as we like to say, uh, about 100 miles away from Middle Tennessee because he's from Bowling Green, Kentucky. And speaking of Bowling Green, the Blue Raiders will host the team from there. Western is in next weekend for a Conference USA series that starts on Friday night. Myers, the left-hander, is appearing for the eighth time. All of his outings have been in relief. He has two wins and two losses. So he will face the left-hand hitting Nathan Sanders. Nathan, a walk back in the first, scored a run. Since then, has popped out, had a sacrifice bunt, and a ground out. So he hits with runners at first and third. Luke Vincent at third. Fausto Lopez at first. 
and two outs here in the top of the eighth. Two runs across for the Blue Raiders, both scoring with two outs. And in fact, five of the six Blue Raiders runs have scored with two outs. Three of those earlier in the game came on two out errors. First pitch to Sanders is a strike. Nathan looking for his 17th run batted in. Myers works, and the pitch is high. Spells his name M-Y-E-R-S. He's one ball and one strike with Nathan Sanders. 1-1 pitch, up and in, two balls and a strike. Top of the eighth, the Blue Raiders have a 6-3 lead. I've added a couple here in this inning. Don't want to get greedy, but I wouldn't mind more. Sanders waiting two and one. Runner goes, pitches a strike called, a look to third and no throw to second. And so stolen base for Fausto Lopez, who now has four. So runners at second and third now, and a base hit would uh, perhaps add two. Sanders waiting, here's the pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. Good breaking ball down and in from Myers. And that retires the side, but the Blue Raiders get two big runs here in the eighth inning. They score after two outs. Two runs on three hits, no errors, and two left on base. So in the middle of the eighth inning now, the Blue Raiders are in front of UAB by a score of six to three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. UAB bats with shortstop Matthew Golda stepping in to face Trent Siebert. Siebert came on in the seventh in relief of Blue Raiders starter Eric Swan. Touched for an infield hit, but nothing developed from that. First pitch, a strike to Golda, who has two doubles in three at bats he's driven in a runt takes high and outside and ball one strike one 
Siebert working for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the eighth inning. A two-run top of the eighth. 1-1 one, one pitch. It's called a ball and two balls and a strike. Top of this inning, Coker had a double with one out and then with two outs, Mabry an RBI double and Vincent an RBI triple. Here's a high pop foul at third, and it's going to stay in play, and Lopez makes the catch, brushes against Coker. Brett hits the deck, but the ball stays in Fausto Lopez' glove, and that's an out. I, you know, I know I'm talking about the wind a lot, but it really is significant here and makes it very challenging for the fielders on both teams to handle balls hit in the air. It was interesting that time, Brad actually looked like he made the adjustment for the win, but then the ball almost seemed to come back on him a little bit. Here's a ground ball fair off the bat of Josh Shears down the line and left. It's going to go into the corner, then roll under the fence down there, so a double for Sears. Sears first hit, Sears first hit of the series. He had an RBI earlier in this game on a sacrifice fly. Seven UAB hits and a runner at second base with one out, and the batter is Christian Hall. Hall led off the sixth inning with a double and scored a run, was robbed of a base hit way back in the first on a great Diving catch out in left center field by Nathan Sanders. For Sears, that double is his seventh of the season. So Hall steps in, he bats from the left side, faces the left-hander Siebert, curveball is high. And one ball and one strike. Leadoff hitter retired. Next batter a double, and so a runner at second base. 1-0 pitch. That's a strike one and one. One ball and a strike. Siebert delivers up and in. Ball two and no strikes. Make that two and one. Game two of this three-game series. A two-one delivery down and in. Three balls and a strike. Hall starts the game at 4-15. Hitting 4-15. Ooh, way up and in for ball four. So after the leadoff man, a double and a walk. That's the first walk from a Blue Raider pitcher. But as we mentioned, <laughs> Eric Swan hit three batters, so it kind of amounts to the same thing. Not quite, especially if you're the guy that gets hit by the pitch. So two on with one out. Here's Caleb Floyd. Floyd, the right fielder for UAB, a 333 batting average for this right-hand batter. Takes and gets a strike on the inside corner. Dan 
double and a walk with one out. Here's Floyd looking at a pitch high and outside. One ball and one strike. Seabird ready, swing and a miss. Took something off that pitch, had the hitter out in front and evens the count. Sears at second, Hall at first. Pitch on the way, strike three called on the inside corner. Trent gets his first Vision Bank strikeout of the game. And the fourth overall for Blue Raider pitching. What I'd really like is an Old South Properties home run from the Blue Raiders in the top of the ninth. Have to wait and see. I can't imagine with this wind that that's likely to happen, but not impossible, especially if you hit a, a line drive and pull it down the lines and left or right. Oh, conversation with Brandon Willoughby before he gets in. Willoughby has a one for two game plus a sacrifice fly to drive in a run. His 11th RBI. He hits with two on and two outs, swing and a miss, and strike one. Two runs in the top of this inning, 6-3 Blue Raiders in the bottom of the eighth. Two on and two outs. Willoughby, where's number 50? A look to second base, but no throw. Willoughby bats from the right side. Waits for Trent Siebert. One strike pitch, fouled away. Strike two. Sears got a double with one out. Hall walked following him. And after the strikeout with two outs now, Willoughby is the batter. Siebert's pitch fouled away, still strike two. So we mentioned lots of sunshine and almost an equal amount of wind here this afternoon. A two strike pitch, ground ball. Through to left for a base hit. Gets out to Sanders quickly, and he quickly gets it back in. So Sears has to stop at third. And so the bases are loaded. And they're loaded with two outs for the catcher, Joseph Keel. So Willoughby has two hits, two for three and an RBI and a sack fly. Pitch on the way and a strike called to Keel. Keel was hit by a pitch back in the fourth inning. Around that, he's grounded to third, grounded to short. 308 batting average for the Blazer catcher. One strike. Siebert from the stretch backs up and bluffs a throw to first. 
Uh, one strike delivery down and in the dirt. It gets away, but not too far. And Sears holds at third. Nice recovery by Spears as he blocked the ball just enough. It got a little bit past the dirt part of home plate. And the ball, and so one ball and a strike. Bases loaded. This is one of those points in the game that it can turn one way or the other. Two outs, 1-1 one, one pitch. Ball pop foul at first, and it's going to get out of play. Nagishi gives it a look, but it's well behind the Blue Raider dugout at first base. And one ball and two strikes. Seabird, a ball and two strikes. Trent gets the sign from Mason Spears. The one-two pitch, rifle to left, and foul. <laughs> it was not going to make it out of the park, but it was going to make it a good chance of being a three-run bases-clearing double had it been fair. So just keeps the count at one and two. Fortunately, pitch was in a position that if you hit it hard, it almost has to go foul, but not all the time. So here we go again, one and two. Fastball and the ball is the call. Two balls and two strikes. Pitch close to the strike zone. Keel let it go by. He didn't bite. So two and two with the bases loaded. 2-2 two, two pitch. Hit in the air to left. Sanders waiting. Backs up a little more. Makes the catch to retire the side. And a collective sigh of relief from Blue Raiders and Blue Raider fans. A threat goes by the boards in the eighth. No runs, two hits, no errors, three big base runners left on base for UAB. So we'll move along to the ninth inning. The Blue Raiders have a 6-3 to three lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top of the ninth, 6-3 Blue Raiders and a new pitcher 
Coming in for UAB, it's Dalton Skinner. Skinner is a junior from Powder Springs, Georgia. He replaces Carson Myers, third of an inning, who struck out the only batter he faced. Skinner is a right-hander, 6'3", 150. And he is making his ninth appearance of the year. No wins or losses, but he has two saves. Worked six and two-thirds innings, four runs on five hits, 11 strikeouts in six and two-thirds innings. Got a feeling this guy might be able to bring it. Mason McLeod is going to pinch hit here in the ninth inning. Wyatt Morgan started as the designated hitter. Brian Dillingham went in as a pinch runner for him in the seventh, and so McLeod is pinch hitting for Dillingham. McLeod will be followed by Mason Spears and Tatsunori Nagishi, top of the ninth, six to three, Blue Raiders. Claude bats from the left side, takes a pitch high and outside for a ball. Mason has appeared in six games now, all of them coming in after the game has started. And he's one for three as a hitter, and mentioned it the other night. His one time as a Blue Raider getting a hit, his one hit's a two-run homer. Can't do that here, but... You know what that, getting on base would be good. Swing and a miss. And strike two, one ball and two strikes. Skinner's got some good zip on that fastball. Ninth inning underway, one, two. Way outside, ball two and strike two. Two-two with McLeod. And the ball outside, three balls and two strikes. Blue Raiders getting a couple of big runs in that eighth inning to get back out to a three-run lead. Full count delivery, swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. So that's six strikeouts for UAB pitching here this afternoon. Two in a row. Final out of the eighth, first out of the ninth. Here's Mason Spears. Mason 0 for three and a walk. So one out, nobody on. Spears takes and a strike call. One strike delivery, a swing and a miss. He went after a fastball. This kid for UAB has got some real speed on his fastball. And you've had a couple of pitchers who've been not slow pitchers, but just in terms of they'll mix it up with off-speed pitches. Oh, this, a fastball suddenly seeing something like that 
Takes some adjusting to, hard to catch up. One, two, and a ball skied. Foul off to the first base side. Sears goes over there, and the wind will say, nope, not, not on this one. It's out of play, and still one and two with Mason. Blue Raiders at one time led by four, four nothing in the middle of the third, but then UAB scored two, added a run in the sixth, and then the Blue Raiders came back and got two in the eighth. So we're 6-3 Blue Raiders in the ninth. And strike two, strike three called rather on a fastball. A couple of strikeouts from Skinner. And two outs here in the top of the ninth inning for Tatsunori Nagishi. Nagishi, an RBI and a ground out back in the first, led off the third with a double and scored. And hits a grounder here, past Sears at first, popped over his glove. Nagishi is going to head to second base, and he'll stand in there with two outs. That ball took a hop over Sears' glove. So that's the fourth error for UAB in this game, a two-out error. And here's Brett Coker, doubled and scored his last time up. One for three officially, plus a hit by pitch. So Nagishi at second base. Takes, Coker takes in the dirt and the ball 1-0. Six three Blue Raiders. So the outfield straight away for Brett. A one zero pitch. Strike called on the inside corner. One and one. Tatsunori Nagishi at second base with two outs. A 1-1 pitch, a strike called, one and two. Skinner got a couple of strikeouts and then the air, and now he's ahead of Brett Coker, one and two. He's the fifth UAB pitcher to see action here this afternoon. One, two, and up high. Ball two, and strike two. So a 2-2 two, two count with Coker. Nagishi getting a good lead at second base. 2-2 two, two pitch, fouled away. So still 2-2. Two and two. Blue Raiders batting in the ninth inning, looking for a two-out hit. 
Coker stands in and a 2-2 pitch to the Blue Raider third baseman. Swing and a miss. Breaking ball. That's not fair. You throw fastballs like Skinner and then throw a curve like that. It was a nice job of pitching by the Blazer right-hander. No runs or hits an error and one left in the top of the ninth. So middle of the ninth inning finds the Blue Raiders leading UAB by a score of 6-3. to three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. All right, top of the ninth is come and gone. Bottom of the ninth is here, and the Blue Raiders take the field, leading six to three. New pitcher is right-hander Jaden Ham. Jaden coming in for Trent Siebert, who goes two innings, no runs, three hits, a walk, and a strikeout. Jaden, a sophomore from Kalioka, Tennessee, went to Columbia Central High School. And he is appearing for the eighth time this year, his sixth time out of the bullpen. Two wins and a loss, a 5.49 earned run average. He was penciled in as a potential starter tomorrow. I guess that won't happen. And we're going to have a pinch hitter for UAB here in the bottom of the ninth inning. It is Tyler Waugh. He will replace Peyton Puckett in the batting order. So Jaden Ham facing the left-hand hitter to start the ninth. Ball one is low. Puckett goes one for two on the game and a hit by pitch. Waugh hitting 286. Takes a strike and it's one and one. So it's Waugh, Bugs, and Mullins as the first three hitters coming up in the bottom of the ninth. 1-1 pitch. Strike called on the inside corner. Jaden has worked 19 and two-thirds innings, walked eight, struck out 20. And the right-hander goes to work on the leadoff man. Swing and a ball popped out in front of the plate off the dirt, actually off the foot of Waugh, so a foul ball. And one and two. So Trent Sieber sets up half, two shutout innings. 
Eric Swan started for the Blue Raiders, six innings. Trent Siebert a couple, and now Jaden Ham. Six runs, ten hits for MTSU, and three runs, eight hits for UAB. A one-two pitch inside and low, ball two and strike two. Ham with a 2-2 delivery. Just missed outside. Ball three and strike two. So count goes to three and two with the leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Full count to pitch. Swing and a foul, so still three and two. Waugh, the pinch hitter out, gets back in, and a 3-2 delivery again. Hitting. Well, no, it didn't, but it was ball four. So the leadoff hitter walks to start the bottom of the ninth inning. UAB has been retired in order only once, or twice, rather, in this game, back in the second inning. And then again in the fifth, they did send the minimum to the plate in the seventh with a runner out because of batter interference. Daryl Bugs, a base hit in three at bats and a run scored. He's the center fielder for the Blazers and takes strike one. Leadoff man on in the bottom of the ninth. Pitch on the way, a strike called 0 and 2. Outfield straight away for this hitter. 14 runs batted in. That's a good RBI total, especially for a guy hitting ninth. Swing and a foul, and just to put it in perspective, he has 14. The Blue Raiders leading RBI guy is Nathan Sanders with 16. So that's some really good production from this young man. Two strikes after the foul ball keeps the count at 0-2. Another foul ball out of play, and still no balls and two strikes. Waugh, the base runner at first, reaching on the walk. Swing and a miss. Hand with a good breaking ball. And Jaden follows the walk with a strikeout and the first out in the ninth inning. So one out, one on. Top of the order and John Mark Mullins. Left-hand hitter facing the right-hand throwing Jaden Ham. One on, one out. Fastball at the knees and a called strike one. On deck is the shortstop, Matthew Golda. Mullins waits, a strike one pitch coming. Swing and a miss and strike two. 
Jaden threw him a breaking ball and got him out in front of that one. Two strikes on this batter. Ball inside. Nice pick by Mason Spears to keep it from scooting on through. One ball and two strikes. Bottom of the ninth. Blue Raiders leading 6-3. Swing and a miss on a 1-2 pitch. And that's strike three. Ham gets a second strikeout, and now two down in the bottom of the ninth. The runner at first base, and Matthew Gold of the batter. He has two doubles today, including an RBI double in the third inning. Shortstop batting, and a runner at first with two down. Swing and a foul. It's going to come back out of play. Strike one. Jaden Ham, right-hander, working in his First inning of work here and becoming the third Blue Raider pitcher of the afternoon. One strike delivery, a strike in the outside corner, good fastball, and that makes it two strikes. A walk started the inning, two strikeouts have followed. Golda. Waiting two strikes. And the ball drilled to center coming in Luke Vinson and this one goes to the Blue Raiders. A line drive to Vinson in center field. No runs or hits a walk and one left in the bottom of the ninth for UAB. And the Blue Raiders have taken the first two games of this weekend series here in Birmingham, Alabama. That's a big win, boys and girls, a nice one for your Blue Raiders. 6-3 is the final score, and we'll be back to tell you all about it on our post-game show coming up next. And you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
what do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. A good win for the Blue Raiders here today as they take it from UAB by a score of six to three and take the first two games as a result. And as Coach T says, you know, let's win the series today. And that's exactly what they have assured themselves of doing. Blue Raiders got two in the first, three one-out walks loaded the bases. Nagishi's ground ball to first scored a run and made it one nothing. In the second inning, Mabry and Vincent led off the singles. They were sacrificed to second and third by Lopez. We're still there with two outs when Morgan's hot ground ball went through third for an error and two runs scored to give the Blue Raiders a three to nothing lead. And then another error figured in a fourth run for MTSU in the top of the third as Nagishi opened the inning by reaching on a double. He was still at second base with two outs when J.T. Mabry got reached on an infield hit, but then the throw at first got by, and on that play, Nagishi comes in to score and makes it 4 nothing Blue Raiders. UAB got their first runs of the series in the bottom of that third inning. With one out, Bugs a single, a hit by pitch by Mullins, and then an RBI double by Golda scored one run. A sacrifice fly from Josh Sears scored the second. So after three, Blue Raiders had a four to two lead. Neither club scored in the fourth or fifth. And UAB got a run in the sixth to come to within one. Christian Hall led off that inning with a double. He was moved along to third on a ground out and scored on a sacrifice fly from Brandon Willoughby. So we had a 4-3 Blue Raider lead after six. Neither club scored in the seventh, and then the Blue Raiders played a two in the top of the eighth inning. It started with a Brett Coker one-out double, 
And then with two outs, JT Mabry doubled and Luke Vinson tripled. So each of them getting RBIs, two big runs. So now you've expanded from a one-run lead to a three-run lead. And it was really on the edge even with that in the bottom of the eighth inning with UAB batting. Josh Sears got a one-out double. He was walked. Then or the next batter was walked after a strikeout. Willoughby followed with a single that loaded the bases with two outs. Keel just missed at clearing the bases. Well, not just. It was fouled by six or eight feet with a line drive along the left side. But it gave at least the announcer a little bit pause when the ball left the bat. And then Keel was retired on a fly ball to left to end the inning and keep UAB off the bases with the bases left loaded. And... Then you had UAB getting a leadoff man on base in the bottom of the ninth, but that was it. And so the Blue Raiders win this one by a score of 6-3 to three to improve to 10-12 and 12 on the season. So a very, very good win and uh, lots of uh, fun things to talk about. And, you know, it's always more fun when you win, and, and it uh, certainly has been in the first two games of this series. 6-3 Blue Raiders, that's our final score, and I'll be back to look at the final numbers on today's game after this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. 
Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bob Jamison back at the ballpark here in Birmingham. Blue Raiders have taken the second game of this series 6 3 after winning last night 1 0. Blue Raiders with six runs on 10 hits, no errors, and nine left on base. UAB three runs, eight hits, four errors and eight left on base. Eric Swan gets his first win of the season. He's one and three. Tyler O'Claire takes the loss. His record is one and one. Jaden Ham picks up a save, and it is his first as the Blue Raiders win this one by the score of six to three. Two clubs back at it again tomorrow afternoon, a one o'clock start here in Birmingham on the air with our pregame show at 12.45. And then it'll be home. Well, home literally, but then not the next home game for the Blue Raiders comes up Tuesday night against Tennessee Tech in Cookville. But again, final score here this afternoon. Blue Raiders get it by a score of 6-3 over UAB. For our producer and engineers, T.J. Stewart and Zach Woodard, this is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Hope you'll be with us tomorrow afternoon for more MTSU Blue Raiders baseball. Till then, though, we'll say so long from the ballpark. And you've been listening to Blue Raider baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.